0: hey what's up everybody it's coach josh and welcome to the live q a of yours True. hope you all are doing exceptionally well on this magnificent monday hope you guys are getting to it uh pursuing your goals and and growing the things of god but for those who are joining me for the very first time my name is josh resi also in the coach josh and my goal is to help make sense of your life and to help you grow holistically for god's optimism after watching this feel like man i like this guy's vibe go ahead and subscribe because i would love to be a coach here line but for those who's been rocking me whether you've been a subscriber for 14 years or 14 minutes, I want to say thank you so much for trusting what guy's entrusted to me, and I pray it continues to be treasured. But as everyone is coming in live, let me go ahead and let you guys know about some things I have going on, like my latest book, Facts Over Feelings. It's a great book to help you process your feelings so you can get back to fulfilling your purpose. Also, check out this other book with The wholeness Journal. It's a journal that really helps you hold things better. If there's some things in your life that, like, man, that's kind of shaky, I'm fumbling it, I need to understand more on how to manage it, this book would be a great resource for you. Also, it has a card game that can get separately which is a fun way to talk about wholeness and play uh uh, uh cards also uh if you're struggling with your single? or you want to better understand the purpose of it this book the purpose of singles would be a great resource for you it's a great book that i believe will help you understand your signals if you're in a relationship or you're just single you're like man i need to date myself and date god so i can become dateable for the rest of my life for the love of my life for the rest of my life or if you're a person in a relationship now you want to make sure you guys are on the same word the same sentence in the same paragraph on the same page of life this book would be a great resource for you if you're struggling to determine what's in front of you whether it's a counterfeit or counterpart and you just really want to be in god's will this book counterfeit or counterpart will be a great resource for you if you're struggling with soul ties or strongholds and you want to understand the purpose of freedom and how to walk into freedom that only christ can give this book the purpose of freedom will help you those soul ties to uproot those strongholds also, if you're struggling with spiritual warfare or you read, it, or you want to better understand what the whole armor of God requires, this would be a great resource for you. We also have a children's book my wife and I created called As He Says. As soon as I serve, great book for young people to help them uh, understand their art form and pursue their purpose. All these books and more is on my website, IamUnplugged.com. Also, we have a singles community where if you want to be a part of a group of singles that really are on the same page, they really want to pursue the things of God, there's different membership categories. I really believe this will uh, help scale your life in, in regards to your singleness and to really help you be in position for who God has for you. Give me one second. I'll be right back, y'all. All right, I'm back. I have glasses. Now I had to get my glasses, man. My eyes getting things good. So we got a ton of questions in here right now. Oh, wow. Okay, good. Uh, B.Floyd, what's going on? Hey, coach, hope you're well. Mary Marie 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 says, hello. Why is it that women... Oh, sorry. Why is it that when a person does me wrong, they still live a happy life after? But as soon as I give them a taste of their own medicine, it's like I get instant karma. Why is that? Well, certain people who have a certain moral code can sometimes... uh, um. Be targets, right? Um, uh, people's lives are not always as good as they post. Uh, anytime I, I always tell people if you hear them before you see them, don't believe them. And sometimes people love to advertise a life that they're not living. And sometimes you don't even it's not even wise for you to get so consumed with with how they look, right? Because let vengeance be God's, man. He says, Vengeance is mine, let me repay. Like, and sometimes you just got to keep moving forward because it's not even worth your time and energy um divulging in between mental wars or verbal wars with people. He says, but it's soon as i give them a taste of their own medicine it's like i get instant karma wise death well you got to continue to rise above because we don't know what they're getting we don't know what karma they're getting quote unquote we don't know what they're reaping we don't even know if their life is good sometimes it's just better to hold your peace and let god fight your battles just continue to just move on with your life and and, and just don't go down because two people arguing from a distance both look like fools and so let people do you wrong continue to live right and the rest will take care of itself hope to help Jamila White says, Hey, Coach, how's baby girl? Baby girl's doing good. That's why I got to get these live Q&As early so I can get home to baby girl. But she's doing well. Thank you for asking. For those who don't know, my wife and I had our daughter. And so we're excited um, to be parents and, and, and um, to be in this young lady's life and, and give her back to the Lord and let the Lord just use her mightily. And so thank you all so much for the love, the support, those who gave. Man, we really appreciate y'all's support. And we thank you. Shannon Craig says, Congratulations on your beautiful bundle of joy. Thank you so much. Is this is this my sister right here? B. Floyd, we need to meet soon. Yeah, let me know. We'll make it happen. I think. I think. Okay, I think I know who this is. PTL says, "Hey, Coach, do you think it's easy to mess up God's plan for life?" Hey, listen, if it was that easy, then God wouldn't be God. If it was easy to mess up God's plan, then God can't be God. His Bible says that his ways are not our ways, his thoughts are not our thoughts. God is so omniscient. He's so ahead of us that he is simultaneously present in, in our lives and ahead of our lives and behind our lives, consuming everything in regards to the ability to be able to judge accurately, right? So no, it's not easy to mess up God's plan because even your mess ups is a part of his message, is part of his purpose for you. You can't mess up God's plans. Now you can mess up um, um, your life, but you can't mess up God's plans. What I mean by that is a lot of people think that they can, that they're God enough to mess up God's plan. Sometimes God, you use your mess ups because he knew your mess was going to occur to help create a, 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 a better situation for somebody else. And so you can mess up God's plan for your life, But you can't mess up God's plan overall in life, if that makes sense. And what I mean by mess up God's plan for life, God has already intended for us to live a great life, live a life of impact, live a life of purpose, live a life of fulfillment. But if we do not adhere to his principles and his and, and his and his and his. Ways of life and follow him, and and allowing repentance be the beacon by which we can then renew our minds and become better individuals. Then, then we're not going to be able to see what God intended for our lives to live. But as far as messing up God's overall plan, no, our mess ups are a part of His plan. Good question, though. Murray says, and congrats on new baby girl. Thank y'all so much. Chantel says, hi coach. Do you and your family celebrate Halloween? Should Christians celebrate Halloween? It's never wise to partake in any type of thing that's demonic. No, we don't celebrate Halloween because why do we as believers partake in something demonic? Because anything that looks friendly at first, be very careful. Because they love to get the kids. They love to get the kids involved because the parents will get involved and then all of a sudden the kid has opened themselves up to demonic spirits and going trick or treat. Look at, look at the terminologies. Like wording is wording. Wording has power. Words have power. Like, you see what I'm saying? So all these things we have to be, be very careful as believers not to engage in because, because the devil just doesn't create these things without some type of string attached, without some type of issue connected, without something that's going to uh, traumatically affect someone's life mentality and and Etc. Etc. So we don't celebrate Halloween. It's definitely not wise for Christian to do so um, because there's no need for light. What does light have to do with darkness, if that makes sense? Great questions, y'all. Jojo Davis says, what's up, Coach Josh? It's Jojo out of Fort Worth, Texas. How do I stay on semen retention and stay away from having sex and practicing meaningless dating? Great question. Well, as far as semen retention, just wise to, um, I don't really know too much about that in regards to like... Uh, giving advice on it as far as that terminology. Right. Um, but let's, let's look at the other ones uh, and stay away from having sex and practicing meaningless day. Let's talk about staying away from sex. You have to understand the meaning and the value of something you have to understand who, do, who determined the definition of a thing. See, God defines sex and God defines sex to be safely done within a marriage where both the husband and wife are both submitted to God. Anywhere else outside that sex is not safe. Sex is so valuable. Why? Because it has the power and the potential to create a person right? Anything that has the power or the potential to create a person should be taken seriously. That's why the devil has dumbed down sex. Because if I dumbed down sex, I could dumb down the baby. That's why uh, abortion is high. Because And people don't really care about babies because sex... And when you begin to... If you don't value the, the conception of a thing, you won't value the birth of a thing. If you don't value the definition of a thing or the definer of a thing, you're not going to uh, um, really give any value of the return of that thing. And so when you dumb down um the value and the and the po- potency and and the the consequence of, of 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 sex, then all of a sudden people just start doing it and not knowing that there's a lot of uh, things that go along with that. That There's a lot of uh, uh, soul ties, uh, 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 traumas, uh, uh, comparisons unnecessarily. And so when we don't understand or respect the definer, then we won't be able to know the definition. And if we don't know the definition, then we won't be able to understand how to do that thing properly, right? So how do you stay away from having sex? First of all, you got to define uh, what sex is and the power of sex. Number one, let's go ahead of that. You got to ask yourself, do you fear God? The Bible says the fear of God is the beginning of all wisdom. It's the fear of God. Wherever in life that I lack reverence for God, I will lack walking in wisdom in that area. The Bible says the fear of God is the beginning, not the middle or the end It's the beginning. So if I don't reverence God as the creator of sex, then sex will be meaningless to me or sex will be in an area of my soul where I need it for validity purpose. So therefore, I got to then ask God, do I even revere him for being the one that created me reverentially, if that's a word. Because the Bible says we were fearfully and wonderfully made. And so if I don't respect who God is, I won't respect myself. And if I don't respect myself, I won't inspect myself. If I don't inspect myself, I won't Know how to project myself, and if I start projecting myself sexually and getting engaged in all these different things that's causing me to be counterproductive emotionally, sexually, mentally, physically, etc., then I'm gonna find myself down this wormhole of, 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 of emotions that the enemy knows that it's hard for people to detach from, right? So you stay away. By staying in your way And what I mean by that Find the way that God wants you to walk down Get, Begin to uh, invest more in relation with God Start determining determine what your triggers are And then number one You got to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you The root reason by which you want to stay having sex Sometimes it's, it's a self-esteem issue For some people it's a validity issue For some people it's an ego issue And you have to repent for that You got to confess that sin Repent from that sin And welcome the Holy Spirit to renew your mind So that you can see that thing correctly when you see things correctly, you are respected, right? So it's easier, it becomes easier to stay away from something when you begin to respect that something and you begin to have a greater cause an eternal why on why you should uh, uh, refrain from doing those things. And meaningless dating. People do meaningless things when they don't feel that they mean anything. People do meaningless things when they feel like they don't mean anything. When you mean something to yourself and you know that you mean something to God, then you won't cling to things that are not meant for you. You won't begin to start looking for validity. People who meanlessly think they're looking for validity, looking for value, they're looking for love. And they don't trust that God, they don't trust God's love for them enough to rise them above all these different things. That's that's keeping them um, engaged into meaningless things. So what's your meaning? What's your value? Like, like when you know that God wants to give you a beautiful family, that God wants you to be a man of God, that God wants you to be a father, then you will begin to have the right perspectives about certain things. When you know that the second greatest decision you ever make after receiving Christ your Lord and Savior is who you receive in marriage, then you won't meaningless date. You, you have to be full of meaning to yourself to do meaningful things. Hope they help. I know I labor long on that, but I hope they help. Lenise says, good afternoon, coach. Congratulations to you and your wife on your new baby. So happy for you. Welcome, Hannah Elizabeth. Thank you so much. We got a beautiful baby girl, man, and I'm excited about it. Thank you so much for y'all's love. We'll really appreciate it. Tell Shauna, say hello. and I'm going to check on him. Make sure you let me know how you're doing. Michaela says, how do I know what my purpose is career-wise? I like basketball. And, and watching. I like playing basketball and watching. I like working with kids and helping people put a smile on my face. And I'm a new mom. Great question. Uh, purpose is about being present because it's in the presence of God and being present to be useful for him that will show us things that we were meant to be used by God to do. Right. A lot of people, we focus so much on capital P purpose that we forget about the little purposes, the daily purposes. There's certain purposes that we have to do every day to ensure that we begin to see collectively the purpose that God has for us. For instance, right now you're a new mom. Right now you love watching basketball, playing basketball, working with kids. Now you've got to get to begin to say, OK, am I in partnership with the presence of God? Am I allowing my presence to be in partnership with the presence of God so that I can begin to be tapped in to what he wants me to purposefully do today? And then over time, as you tap into God's presence by being present, you will begin to see the present that he wants you to become to other people. Then you begin to have clarity on what type of gift he wants you to be towards kids and what type of gift that he wants you to be with kids in basketball or what type of gift that that he wants you to be and how you can develop a business, a nonprofit or just an act of service. On putting smiles on people's face. So, number one, I want you to start off by saying, uh, giving yourself a challenge. Say, I'm going to be present. The Bible says, This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Every day we have to take it slow. Purpose is not uh, lifelong, it's day long. People are looking for that purpose for their life. We're talking about purpose for living. Life is what you've done. That's your life from birth to death. Living is what you do every day. That's why the Bible says to give us his daily bread. We got to be content with how, what God gives us every day because being present today is what's going to help you um, to tap into your greater form of purpose. For instance, I didn't know that a lot of the jobs that I was working or a lot of the things that I was doing may not have been what I want to do then, but it set me up to be purposeful. Now, the things that God is doing in your presence... Is creating you to be more sharpened and more of a tool for him to use you to help those in, in life, right? And so how to find your purpose or career, you want to start carving out more time to spend time with God. Number two, you want to start silencing and stealing your life, being more sensitive to him, right? Um, um, The Bible says, build yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. I will spend more time in the word of God. I will start um, surrounding my life with purpose-driven things and then slow your life down because when you you slow your life down, you'll begin to see what God is doing in real time, right? And so obviously it's children, but the number one purpose, that's why we got to make sure we talk about this. If right now my ultimate, my number one purpose is to be, is to please the Lord, is to serve the Lord. My second purpose is to be a father and a husband, a husband and a father. After that, God will guide me throughout that. Right. So right now, if my wife calls right now, it doesn't matter what I'm doing is functioning this form of purpose. I got to then be purposeful to her. right? So now that you have a newborn daughter, a baby girl, it's time to be purposeful with her right now. You are mom. And the more you begin to be present as a mom, you'll begin to see your presence and be in the presence of your daughter, of your child will then begin to open you up to greater ways that God wants to use you. So, start with being a child of God and being a mother to your daughter, and the rest of purpose will unveil itself down the road. Hope to help. Hello, Coach Josh. Hey, academic, what's going on? Hope you're well. B. That says, Do you think Joshua dealt with any struggles within? just learned his name was kind of like Jesus. Yeah, yeah, Joshua, Yoshua, yeah, same name. Um, Joshua went through a couple of things. I mean, imagine having to carry the mantle of Moses. Imagine having to bring people through the Jordan. Imagine having to deal with people, you know? As far as struggle then, I mean, the Bible had, I mean, he had to encourage them. Um, and when you look at Joshua chapter one, God, definitely had to. And so Joshua had to have some type of struggles because because of the encouragement God had to give him early on. But I'm pretty sure after that, Joshua found his strength, when he began to feel that God said, so as I was with Moses, so I would be with you. And being with you is all the strength that you need, right? Knowing that God is with you would get you halfway up the road, if not, not halfway, but fully up the road. You say you just learned his name. It's kind of like Jesus, Joshua, same thing. Hope that helped. Hope that gave you some little insight there. I am mean, just getting through this, I know that I'm going fast, but trying to do about 30 minutes and I'm gonna head on to that. Purpose, how to not be lonely while being single and how to find great friends. Great question. How to not be alone. Number one, you have to realize that you're not alone. The, the biggest misconception about being alone is that people believe that they're actually alone, but God is like, yo fam, I'm here, I'm present. I'm a present help in a time of trouble, All right. And you also gotta see, in order to maximize your singleness, you gotta find the purpose of your singleness. Your singleness is full of purpose. Every all seasons matter. People want purpose seasons, but don't want prerequisite seasons. People want purposes like the purposes of marriage, the purposes of business, owning a business, or the purposes of entrepreneurship, all these different purposes, having children, etc. But they don't really manage the prerequisites. You got to understand, in order to finish it, you got to do the prerequisites. In order for you to do, drive in it, you got to fulfill the prerequisites. Meaning, when you understand that these preparatory seasons are immensely valuable, then you will see the value in them and then you will embrace your singing. There's certain things that I can never do anymore. I I don't I can't do anymore because I'm married. But those things are uh, canalized in a season of my life that led to me to be the man I am now. And so the reason why a lot of people feel alone in their singing is they don't really know that God is with them. and They don't even know how to tap in with God. They don't even know how to engage God. And when you lack awareness for a season, then you want to be out of that season and then you will find yourself uh, um, doing things that, you know, you shouldn't. And so how to not be lonely? Number one, realize that you're not alone, that God is with you. He's there. And he and he wants not just to be there just to be there, but he wants to be there to take you there. He wants to build you there so you can be the person that you need to be for whoever it is that you need to be with. Right. And the beautiful thing about it is that singleness is a gift. Singleness is a gift. Unfortunately, most people don't unwrap it. You got to unwrap singleness and see what singleness wants to give you, because I'm telling you, marriage is hard. If you can't handle singleness, you're not going to handle marriage. Tell you right now. I'm telling you right now. If you can't handle being single, you're not going to be able to handle being intermingled with someone. Marriage requires work. It's easy to make lust, but hard to make love. It's easy um, to, to date around, smile around, all that kind of stuff. But when it comes down to being faithful and consistent with one person, that's hard. I and mean, If you don't know how to be consistent with yourself single, how can you be consistent with someone else? So now you see that the realities of marriage is so significant that it makes a, a, a singleness significant and realize that I have to tap into the sufficiency of God in this season so I can be strong enough to manage the next season. And so when you realize that, then you are cling even more to God. You see what I'm saying? You will you will talk more to God. So whatever desire season that you want, you got to have some divine observance. You got to say, I got to observe the divine. God show me who I need to be. Reveal the character that I need to have. Make sure my wife ain't gone. Okay, no, that's not. You see what I'm saying? And then you got to understand what the discipline outputs I need to do. Marriage ain't easy, man. It's amazing, but it's work. And if you lazy through your singleness, then you ain't gonna be able to last in your marriage or last in any season, if you don't take care of the prerequisite seasons. So how not to be lonely? Recognize the presence of God. Track God's faithfulness in your life. Track the little things that God does for you. The reason why we lose sight on God, because we track God based upon the big things that he do. But do you know that he does big things for you every second of your life, every moment in your life? Do you know what kind of miracle it is for you to breathe? Do you know what miracle is for you to, be, uh, to, to wake up this morning? You know what kind of miracle that was? You know what kind of miracle for you to make it home safely? You know how many people didn't wake up this morning? You know how many people didn't make it home safe? You know how many people lost their breath today? So God is faithful. And so you got to begin to see that he is not, he that He will not leave you nor forsake you, that he is with you. And how to find great friends. You find great friends by being a great friend to yourself and understand the greatness of God being your best friend. I'm telling you, when you, when you listen, you in good company. Listen, I love people, but I don't need people because I have God in me. I, listen, if you're not a good friend to yourself, you're not going to be a good friend to anyone else. If you're not a great friend to yourself, you're not gonna be a great friend, to someone else. If you're not a great friend, to you, you're not going to attract great friends. Right? And if you don't un- understand the, the friendship, he said, I'm no longer call you servants; I call you friends. And if, you don't have, if you're not a friend of God, you won't be a friend of yourself. And if you're not a friend of yourself, you won't have the wherewithal to be able to tell everyone or people whether or not they should be your friends or not. You got to be able to have a level of discernment to select your friends because people in the friendship category benefit from it. They get free meals off of you. They get free advice from you. They get free time from you. And the friendship, the friendship, friendships cost. And so, listen. Enjoy your two friendships. <laughs> God is a free friend, and you are a free friend. Then let the Holy Spirit select your friends. I knew that was Blair. Yes, we got to get up. We'll get up soon. We'll make it happen. Mister Man says, "Are there any practical things women can do to let a guy know you are are interested? Do you think women should not? Do you think women should not initiate any type of?" No. In my personal opinion, now, there's nothing wrong with a woman being friendly. Uh, And what I mean by friendly, it ain't nothing wrong with a woman just, you know, uh, uh, being nice and being cordial. But let me tell you something about the pursuit. God knows where to find, the Bible didn't say when a woman finds a man, a husband, she finds a good thing. The Bible nowhere in scripture says, when a woman finds a man, a husband, she finds a good thing and obtain a favor from the Lord, it's the reversal. Uh, Men were meant to be leaders. Men were meant to be hunters. Men were meant to be pursuers. And when a woman begins to open the door to make a guy notice her, See, if he ain't already noticed you, then don't try to make him notice you. If he hasn't already noticed you, then you shouldn't even try to make him notice you. It, you. It's nothing wrong with a woman being open and friendly to a guy that's noticing her. But if you see a guy you're interested in, you want to make yourself, if he ain't already noticed you, then take notice. Then take notice and be like, realize if he's not, if he's not looking at me already, then let me stay steady with what he wants me to do. Right, and so you don't have to let a guy know anything because I'm gonna tell you something. God is very good, man, at making things happen. Man, God is very good at at bringing um, husbands to their wives, and, and a woman all she has to do is stay in the presence of God. You got to be so in God's presence that that man has to be constantly in the presence of God, being led by the Spirit of God, to be able to be uh, in a situation or area where he can be able to notice you. Because if a, if you do the initial work, it almost makes the man lazy. And if you do, if you help the man pursue you, it's almost helping a butterfly out of cocoon. Y'all won't be able to fly nowhere. You got to let man, the man do that, man. Because it's something about a man. If a man is not willing to work to get you, he's not going to work to keep you. And if you ain't worked enough to see your value, to see your worth and understand who you are, then you're going to give yourself for cheap. And people will only pay you pennies on a dollar to get you. Then you realize why that man is in and out and zipped up and then moved out. You see what I'm saying? So it's just best to just leave it alone. Stay focused on you. Stay focused on God. Stay focused on what God is doing in your life and let God deal with the other things in your life. And then one day you're going to look up and some guys going to be looking at you saying, I'm interested. And then from there, you just be respectfully, cordial, friendly and be led by the Holy Spirit yourself. Do you think women should not initiate any type of interest? I just think women should respond to interest, not initiate interest, respond to interest and and. Because when a woman knows that God is interested in her, that God wants her, that God loves her, then she'll limit how much of herself she gives. She'll limit how friendly she comes off. She'll limit all those different things because she knows God loves her and that God will bring that right man at the right time. So I think a woman should respond to a man's interest, but never initiate any interest because a real man who's a pursuer ain't going to find it attractive. I'm just letting you know right now. Like I, If my wife was pursuing me and I would just be attracted to her beauty and it would be charity. If my wife was to pursue me, it would cheapen her to me. And then all of a sudden I just view her as someone that I can just talk to or whatever. But the, re- the way she made me pursue her keeps the hunger in me to pursue her now. See, if you make it easy for a man, he'll only pursue you at a, to a certain point. But if that man was point, if that man, if God made, if God pointed you out to that man and that man is pursuing you and you allow that man to pursue you, then he will have the 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 ability to pursue you long term. What's up, Jazz? Let me get up out of here in about four minutes. What's up, family? Do you celebrate Christmas, other holidays? Man, oh, that's Linda. Do you celebrate Christmas, other holidays? Uh, I don't really put too much stock in them. But when it comes to family, yeah, I I will celebrate the family aspect of it. But but the holiday, I don't really get too caught up in that because there's a lot of pagan things associated with it. But when it comes down to like Christmas, of course, I'm going to I'm not going to not cook. I'm not going to go to them. Listen, my mama, both mamas are cooking. I ain't going to be like, I don't celebrate Christmas. I'm going to go eat. I'm going to get gifts, all that kind of stuff. But as far as making these holidays more than what they are, no, I don't do that. Liz Lewis says, right, coach, costumes are used to change our identity, and the lit pumpkin Jack-o'-lanterns was used to summit. the up. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, if you if you want to live clean, you won't touch nothing dirty. Simple as that. If you want to live clean, you will not touch anything dirty. Blair says, I want to teach on how to ask for help. Did a recent poll, and a lot of people have a problem with that. Any scriptures come to mind or scripture stories I can reference or start from? Text me this, and I'll get back to you. Go ahead and text me blair and we'll we'll get uh i'll send some stuff your way Ross scout says hey coach i like this girl but she isn't saved i know not to be with someone unequally yoked should i try and build a friendship with her so that maybe one day she'll change or should i not pursue i would not pursue because only god can change someone no matter how hard you try no matter how good you are only god can change a person And most people that we want to save, we can't save her because she don't want to be saved. You can't save him because he don't want to be saved. You can't change her because you don't want to be changed. Like only God can change. The Bible says some plant and some water, but God gets the increase. See, some people you're just meant to plant. And I don't, when it comes to the opposite sex of a, with, where there's attraction, it's not wise to plant seed in someone that, who hasn't received the first seed, the Holy Spirit, who hasn't received the seed of the gospel, right? Because if you try to seed in a field that hasn't been cultivated by the Holy Spirit, then you're wasting time. So if you know that she isn't saved, you got to trust her with God because you're going to be spinning your wheels, wasting your time pursuing someone you think you can change, but you can't change. You can preach the most beautiful message, you can be the sweetest guy, you can do all these great things for, her. and she's going to look at you with dead eyes because her soul is dead. And she may welcome it, she may like it, she may even go to church for a while. But if the Holy Spirit ain't cut that light on in her spirit, man, you're just you then you're just going to be in the way, and you're just going to be wasting your time. And so if you sometimes I know sometimes we already know what to do, but it's hard to do because of what our heart wants to do. Right. And so if you try to build a friendship, men cannot build friendships with someone because we are investors. Man, that's why you got to check your motive because for the, your friendship would not be valid. Your friendship will be based upon potentially and hopefully she becomes someone that likes you. And then what if she never likes you? What if she never gets saved? What if she's out there? Then you invested and got no return. God only wants us to invest in a woman that he has already know will guarantee a return to us. If I go and invest in another woman right now, I'm told I'm sowing in someone else's land. I'm towing somebody else's land and I'm mismanaging the land that God gave me or gifted me. And so if you if you try to develop a friendship with her hoping that that friendship God will use to use to be used to re, to renew her mind and keep, make her a Christian then you're going to find yourself wasting time you the goal in life is to follow god not fall, not be ahead of God all right he says should I try and build a friendship with her so that maybe one day she'll change or should I not I wouldn't pursue I wouldn't pursue you want to be with the woman that God has for you because the work was e- the work will be easier. Like if the work of salvation is a work that only God can do. If you try to save a person, you're gonna realize that you're incapable of saving them. And I would just let her go. Because I promise you, whatever you have to let go for God's sake will always be will always be better. I said, so whatever you have to let go for God's sake, you will find will have, will always have been better than what you thought you wanted. I promise you. No matter how beautiful she is, no matter how talented she is, no matter who she is. If she ain't the one for you, whoever God has for you will make you forget about the person. Let me tell you, who God has for you will make the people you used to date forgettable. Whoever the person has for you, God will make them forgettable. God is not going to be like, oh, shucks, that's the best I can do. Oh, man, you probably should have dated her. No, God's going to be like, what I have for you is going to make you forget that person you thought you wanted. Everything God has for you will make you forget the things that you want Because God always blesses beyond our expectations The woman I marry right now is 10 times greater than every woman I ever dated 10 million times greater No, knock to them, but it's because she's more fitted for me And as you mature, you begin to see what's actually for you Hope oh, yeah. uh Facebook, you says I really appreciate the way you teach, bro. God bless you and your family. I'm doing great, by the way. God is faithful. I'm so glad. I, don't, I can't see your name, but I, I, I'm glad every, all things are uh, everything's well for you. Uh, you also says, what are your thoughts on a church that preaches tithing and you're cursed if you don't? Also, if they don't allow you to pray directly with people in the church, but only the leaders are allowed to pray. Should I leave that church? Be led by the Spirit of God. Always be led by the Spirit of God, whether you believe or don't believe in some of the things they say, because you're not going to agree with everything a church says. You're not, and so you always want to make sure that you take time and spend time with God and say and be sensitive enough to say, okay, God, is this the church you want me to be at? As simple as that. That's the best way to answer that question, because a lot of people, man, they'll get so caught up in those different things, and because you're not going to agree with the pastor on everything, but as long as you're in agreement with God on being in to hold that pastor's arms and being that church, that's the best thing you can do. Melissa says, can God bring you the right person at the wrong time? I met this guy who was a Christian, and I have been praying that God should only direct me to a man who is significant. Is this possible? Anything's possible to God. But but I would I would just give you this perspective. Um, Anything good at the wrong time is bad. Anything good at the wrong time is bad, because why would God present you with something that you're not ready for? god would never present you something that you're not ready to receive now let me give you the breakdown it may be ready for you to it may be timing for you guys to meet for all those students, up those three other... give me one second let me get my charger i forgot my charge give me one second All right, here we go. My computer's about to die. I had to get my charge. Anything given to you at the wrong time is going to set up for a bad time. So can God bring you the right person at the wrong time? I wouldn't think I don't I don't think that's I don't think God would do that um, because it wouldn't help you because you got to. You got to find a wrong time. What's the wrong time? What happens at wrong times? If your heart's not ready, it's going to be wrong. And if God gives you a man at the wrong time, then you're going to use that person. You won't be able to help that person or be a benefit with that person or partner with that person because it's the wrong time. God is looking for certain things in your heart to mature. He wants the fruit of the spirit uh, elevated certain levels in your life so that you will be able to level up in your life. So that you'll be able to properly love a person, that you'll understand the principles of contentment, that you'll be a person who's peaceful, patient, um, uh, faithful. Uh, uh, Willing to do good And more self control. And if you get a guy at a time that you're not self-controlled Emotionally, then you would chew that man You would be emotionally drowning to that man If you meet that man at the wrong time And you don't have This will be the last call for the bus This will be the last call for the bus And so you got to think about that You know, is my heart ready to receive And sometimes we'll pray to God and, And we think that demons don't hear we pray to God and we assume that demons are just nowhere to be found. You don't think that demons know whether you're ready or not, that demons are hearing your prayers and in the midst of your prayers, bringing something to be a counterfeit to your prayer request because you're not looking inside of yourself to see if you even on the right quest to pursue what God has as far as his best. Right. And so you got to be in a place where you say, OK, if it's the wrong time, I know a good God will never give me some at the wrong time. That's like me giving a kid who's eight years old the keys to my car. It, it's something that, it, it's something in their future, but it's not something meant for their now. So alright you All right, y'all, it's been 35 minutes. I got to get on up the road. Thank y'all so much for trusting me with y'all's questions. I pray that it was a blessing to you. I love you all. We got some uh, some resources. If you're looking to be a part of a singles community, check out our 4Singles community. I'm going to go ahead and po- post some links real quick uh, so you guys can uh, see what we have to offer. Now, oh, singles community there. Uh, let me post here. Man, like some good questions I see right now. Like I gotta, I gotta go home and be a, be a husband and a, and a father. Um, y'all know what we got? Books like Facts with Feelings, Holiness Journal, Card Games, Purpose Singleness book would be a good one for those who ask about singleness, Dating Prep, uh, Counterfeit Counterpart, How to discern the Will of God for Your Life, Soul, Ties, and Stronghold, The Purpose of Freedom be a good book there, uh, World War Me, all that good stuff. Love you. I got to go. Hope y'all was blessed by this. I'll catch y'all next time. Peace.